They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 19 of Soul Food titled Dhikr. In this episode, we're going to cover the importance of acting upon knowledge. We're going to list important acts of devotion and finally talk about what it means to be a person of dhikr, one of the dhakirin or one of the dhakirat. So we're continuing to look at the blissful gift by Al-Habib Ali bin Hassan al-Attas and he continues to give us advice about seeking knowledge and making progress in our path of nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the point of learning all of the books that he mentioned, learning the fardain, learning the basics of prayer and aqidah and spiritual purification, learning tafsir and the biography of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and so forth. The point of learning all that is really to put it into practice. So he says, when you have acquired sacred knowledge, an amount which Allah has made easy for you, it is incumbent for you to act upon that knowledge to the best of your ability, seeking help from Allah when doing so. So knowledge isn't about thinking you know more than other people, or it's not just some sort of intellectual exercise or pursuit. Really, seeking knowledge is about finding the way to attain Allah's good pleasure and then implementing it. So then the author, he gives us a list of the most important devotions we should work on first. And many of these things we might already know. But when you seek knowledge and your understanding deepens, you start to really appreciate these things at a deeper level. You start to have a greater degree of reverence, a greater degree of understanding. So that brings us to the next point which is just a list of these important acts of devotion. So the author says, be sure to organize your time. This is something that's very important. The greatest people I've seen in my life who have been the most beautiful and righteous people I've ever met, every single one of them was very careful about how they organize their time. So you have to really think carefully about the way that you use your time and the way that you do particular devotions throughout the day. And one of the things that we know already from our deen is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us five prayers. And those five prayers, they already make us think about our day and our timings in a particular way. We don't just go about our day hazardly, but that we have these fixed points throughout the day that really ground us and center us back in our servitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he says, busy yourself at all moments with awrad, with litanies and routines and acts of devotion based on what Imam al-Ghazali writes in his book, The Beginning of Guidance. So Imam al-Ghazali, once again, this is one of the books that we mentioned as an introductory level book on Islamic spirituality. 
And Imam al-Ghazali provides a lot of different uh, adhkar, a lot of different invocations that a person can say throughout the day and in various situations. So the author here refers back to that. So he says, go and see what Imam al-Ghazali writes in the beginning of guidance and the different devotions at their particular times. He then says, you should stand for the night prayer, for Qiyam al-Layl, even if it's just for a few moments before the Fajr prayer. So that there's a very special barakah in that time, even if a person is up just five or ten minutes, even if they just pray two very short rak'ahs before the time of Fajr comes in, there is immense barakah in that. And then he says, do not leave the duha prayer. So the duha prayer is a prayer that is a sunnah prayer that takes place after the sun has already risen, about 15 to 20 minutes after sunrise, all the way up to right before Salatul Dhuhr. So it's kind of the midday prayer. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swears by it in the Quran, Wadduha, in that time of the morning after the sun has risen. And it is one of the prayers that they say those who are righteous and pious, they never leave this prayer. So you can pray two rak'ahs, you can pray four rak'ahs, up to eight rak'ahs, and some said 12 rak'ahs. So the duha prayer is a very special prayer. And if you're not accustomed to it, then you can start even doing two rak'ahs every day. Once again, the most important thing is consistency. So that's another very important devotion that you should add to your schedule. He also recommends bringing life, and uh, which means spending that time in worship, giving life to the time between Maghrib and Isha. That this time between the sunset Maghrib prayer and Isha is a very blessed time. And many of the righteous will use that time specifically to recite Quran and read from the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So even after the month of Ramadan ends, to really dedicate that time after Salatul Maghrib or between Maghrib and Salatul Isha to reciting the Quran. Another advice that he gives or a dhikr that he gives is he says, regularly call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by saying, Ya Arham Rahimin, O most merciful of those who show mercy, Ya Arham Rahimin, Ya Arham Rahimin, Ya Arham Rahimin. He says this should be one of the devotions you constantly adhere to. And he also recommends calling upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by his two names, Ya Hayyu, Ya Qayyum. O one who is living and self-subsistent. O living and self-subsistent. Ya Hayyu, Ya Qayyum. Because Imam al-Nawawi said, this is Ismullah al-A'zam. This is Allah's greatest name. Ya Hayyu, Ya Qayyum that if you call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by these names, Ya Hayyu, Ya Qayyum, your dua will be answered. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa on the day of Badr, he continuously would say, Ya Hayyu, Ya Qayyum, bi rahmatika astaghith. O living and self-subsistent, I am seeking your mercy. I am seeking your mercy. So these are names of Allah that we should regularly call him by and call upon him by subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
Then finally, another piece of advice or another devotion that he recommends is before going to sleep to say Subhanallah 33 times, Alhamdulillah 33 times, and Allahu Akbar 34 times. And we'll make a list of these inshallah in the show notes. So if you want to go and reference them, you can see them. Or you can just write them down yourself to say Subhanallah 33 times, Alhamdulillah 33 times and Allahu Akbar 34 times before going to sleep. And there are many benefits and blessings in doing that. One of which is that when you wake up for Salatul Fajr or for Qiyam or any time the next day, you will have a lot more energy and be invigorated and strengthened. This brings us to the final point which is being a person of dhikr, is that we should all make the intention that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts us and records us among those who remember Him abundantly. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَذْكُرُوا اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ And remember Allah often and abundantly so that you may be successful. That dhikr, the remembrance of Allah, is the means to success. And everything we're talking about, everything related to the spiritual path and refining our souls, is really to get to a point where we remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more. That when we're in prayer, we're in a state of remembrance. When we're fasting, we're in a state of remembrance. Whether we're alone or we're with people, we're in a state of remembrance and awareness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which is why dhikr is so valuable because it gives life to the heart and it influences every other act that we do. And Allah says in the Quran, when you remember Allah abundantly, that's the path to being of those who are successful. And the Messenger of Allah وسلم, when someone asked him for a very concise piece of advice, he wanted a piece of advice and a counsel that he could hold on to and that would make things easy for him to understand and to put everything in its proper place. So a man came to the Prophet ﷺ and he said, Ya Rasulullah, إِنَّ شَرَائِعَ الْإِسْلَامِ قَدْ كَثُرَتْ عَلَيْ فَأَخْبِرْنِي بِشَيْءٍ أَتَشَبَّثُ بِهِ He said, O Messenger of Allah, the various rulings in Islam are too many for me. So inform me of something that I can hold on to. In other words, give me something that I can do that will make me be successful in everything else related to Islam and all of the various rulings. What did the Messenger of Allah وسلم, say? He said, لَا يَزَالُ لِسَانُكَ رَطْبًا مِنْ ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ He said, وسلم, always keep your tongue moist with the remembrance of Allah. If you do that, then that will open up all the doors of success. So we should always remember Allah with the various forms of remembrance. Ya Arhamar Rahimeen or Tasbih saying Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar. Even if you are overwhelmed, just saying Allah, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, Ya Allah. In that, you will have everything. And always keeping our tongues moist with Allah's remembrance. So that brings us to the call to action. 
make a schedule for yourself. It doesn't have to be very exhaustive, but just make a schedule for yourself. Have a plan throughout your day. Choose what devotions you want to take on gradually. Okay, I'm going to do the duha prayer, for example. After Maghrib, I'm going to read Quran. Before I go to sleep, I'm going to do the tasbih. Say, subhanallah, alhamdulillah, Allahu Akbar. So make a schedule for yourself. Choose the devotions that you're going to do. And then find a time of day to appoint that devotion to. So you say, okay, this particular time of the day, I'm going to do this invocation. This particular time of the day, I'm going to do this salah and so forth. This time of the day, I'm going to read Quran. So make a schedule and fix the times of the things that you want to do. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq. And we ask Allah that he always keep our tongues moist with his remembrance. And he always keep our hearts alive with consciousness of him and with witnessing him subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that he raise us to the highest degrees of certainty. وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم والحمد لله رب العالمين. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm, where you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or by email. If you're on iTunes, please also leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.